Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Breaking news, your Dallas Mavericks have traded for Christian Wood of the Houston Rockets. They are sending the number 26 overall pick in this year's NBA draft, Boban Marjanovic, Trey Burke, and Marquise Chris to the Houston Rockets in exchange for the double-double machine and Christian Wood, who is now coming to Dallas to be a part of the most recent appearance in the Western Conference Finals for the Dallas Mavericks, of course, this year losing to the Golden State Warriors who are in the NBA Finals looking to win their championship tomorrow. But right now, though, we are your li- only live and local sports show right here in the Mighty Metro Plus, giving you all the covers that you need to know about what's going down with the Dallas Mavericks and the Houston Rockets. And right now we go to the Diamond Factory Hotline. Good enough to join us here on short notice. You can find him on Twitter at Tim underscore Cato. Of course, his name is Tim Cato. Hey, Tim, Tim, doing anything interesting? Anything happening with you? <laughs> I mean, I was I was having a, a single beer and enjoying my Wednesday evening and thinking that uh, it was going to be a casual one. Maybe I was even going to go shoot some pool. And you know what? The Mavericks said no to that. And <laughs> you know, it's all right with me. Such is the job. Such and is, here we are. Such is the job. Tim Cato of the Athletic Dallas Mavericks beat reporter and insider for the Athletic. Good enough to join us here on 105 Through the Fan. Uh, let's just get your initial reaction. Christian Wood, 17 points, 10 rebound guy for the Houston Rockets in 68 games last year, now gets moved to the Dallas Mavericks. Your initial reaction and thought to this trade and what it means for the Mavericks based on who they have sent on to Houston in exchange for Christian Wood. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So I, I know that we're going to talk about Christian Wood, and I know he's a centerpiece, and, and that's what everybody is serious about. But I want to start in a kind of backwards way. I, I think in the postseason, it was very clear, you know, the the, 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 the problems of a roster get exposed in the very harsh uh, spotlight of the postseason. And it was clear that the Mavericks didn't have enough players that could be competent in a, in a, in a postseason rotation that they were just giving heavy, heavy minutes to their top seven or eight guys. It was even more clear that they didn't have center depth. Um, and it was just obvious, you know, if there's one other thing they're missing, it was, it was shot creation. I, I think that this offseason, the Mavericks were also headed to a roster problem, one that did not quite have the same spotlight on it, of course, because nobody cares as much about roster minutiae. But the Mavericks had 14 players guaranteed going into next season. That leaves you one spot. And that one spot, obviously, another way to say that is that every single player on the roster was under contract to come back, 
Uh, there's a couple of non-guarantees they were going to guarantee in Frank Milikina and Maxi Kleba. But they had one spot, and that one spot was, of course, it does seem like it's going to go to Jalen Brunson. You know, the, the, as, as we all know, he's an unrestricted for agent. They also need a center. They also want to put Theo Pinson, convert him from a two-way onto, onto the roster for, his, for the, all the chemistry reasons we saw down the, down the stretch of the season. And so for the Mavericks to take four players who did not contribute a second of meaningful postseason basketball to move them all basically at the expense of the 26th pick, a, a, you know, a pick they were unlikely to use. Again, they didn't have a roster spot before this. Um, you know, at most, they might have done a draft and stash sort of situation. Um, you know, to do that all for a 26th pick, even if they did draft there, you know, it's unlikely they're going to get a rotation player for next season. And, and to get back a center who, now is the time to talk about Christian Wood, but, you know, who has his flaws, who maybe he doesn't work, maybe he doesn't fit. But to me, when I look at this trade, the value is solving one big problem, which was this roster logjam they had, and then bringing in a player who potentially could solve several of the issues that, that they're looking at in terms of rebounding, shot creation, and just another big man to add to the rotation. Yeah, and let's get a little deeper into what he actually does for your team because I I have a little hesitation when it comes to like adding him to the roster. Not not based off of you know the trade itself. The trade itself makes sense, and you laid it out beautifully. But I think that because we're early on and he he has the C next to his name, people are going to look to him to do the things, all the things that you're missing on this team. What does he answer, and what doesn't he answer, and how does that look? Yeah, yeah, I think that's why I laid it out like that, because even if, like, this this doesn't have to work. Christian Wood does not have to be the starting center for the Mavericks for the next 10 years to say, oh, this is a great trade, this is this is a bad trade. What what Wood does is that he is he has developed even more into a stretch big man. Uh, he shot about 39% last season uh, on, on a good, decent volume. Uh, obviously, that fits into, you know, the, the stretch five, the five out lineups that the Mavericks play. Uh, really good rebounder. Uh, he was he was top ten in the league in, in defensive rebounding percentage. Um, you know, like kind of on par with like Giannis and Vucevic and players who are known for being elite rebounders. Uh, so really good rebounder. Uh, defensive side, that's going to be somewhat of an issue. Um, you know, just just broadly, how much can he move his feet, things like that. Uh, certainly, there are questions about his offensive game overall will adapt. Um, you know, we don't. We're not going to get. I, I, I'm certain, but you know, you don't. You're not going to go out and, and give him Christmas for things post ups. You know, like that was that was already a saga. How he went through for multiple seasons. You know, that's not the way that uh, anybody should be interested uh, in Wood playing with the Mavericks, unless Wood himself strongly feels that way. But this is the first time that Christian Wood has played serious winning basketball. And when you think about you know rumors of, of locker room issues or attitude issues. You know, not, not nothing bad, but but certainly there was there was uh, incidents of, of attitude issues with with Christian Wood in, in Houston. Uh, when you look at that stuff and, and you realize, okay, this is the first time he's ever going to be on a playoff team. You have to think initially that there's optimism that that stuff will get resolved. And so that's that's why it's a good gamble, and that's why it makes sense for the Mavericks to make this deal. And yeah, again, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't pencil him in, or I wouldn't I wouldn't ink him in as. You know, oh, this is the new center, and, and the Mavericks have, have solved all their issues. But certainly, this is a player who has a chance to, and if not, he's on an expiring deal. You know, maybe you even turn around at the trade deadline and see if there's anybody, uh, you know, somebody else out there that 
you know, you could package Wood and another player for. So I think the Mavericks really, really opened up a lot of flexibility and potentially found someone who could work towards solving some of the problems they have on the court. Tim Cato of The Athletic joining us right here on the Get Right on 105 through the fan, breaking it down the Mavericks trading for Christian Wood in exchange for several individuals, including Boban Marjanovic, Marquise Chris, Trey Burke, uh, among others, going back to Houston. And you started to allude to some of that flexibility. Now, obviously, if this works out, ideally, this is a player that would obviously stay around possibly for the next two to three years. But if it does not, we're talking about a team that based on, you know, Christian Woods expiring contract, Dwight Powell in the final year of his deal, we're talking about cap space being opened up going into 2023. Do you think this trade has some eye toward that future of 2023 and beyond when it comes to what the free agency class uh, of next year looks like possibly? I'm still digging into the spreadsheets. I think it's unlikely that the Mavericks are going to have cap space in the next few off seasons unless they really committed to it. I think I think the better example is the, the title team, the, the 2011 championship Mavericks, who cycled in and out, you know, cycled in rotation players and then cycled them out when they, they weren't working. And finally, they got just the right combination of players who really made sense. And I, I think you could look at Wood in a lot of ways as, as being that sort of player, even if you even if you let him expire and walk next season, things don't work for whatever reason. Um even if you were to do that, I, I think that the Mavericks are set up to be an over-the-cap team, uh, and, and they still have some hefty contracts on their books. And so, you know, I, I think as they go forward, what I'm guessing, and again, this is still really early. I'm still processing everything and, and looking at cap sheets and stuff. But I, I think they're going to be set up as a team that can cycle players in and out a little bit. Uh, we're probably not talking – we're definitely not talking about, like, 1A stars or 1Bs, you know, stars that are going to be 1B to Luca. We are talking about that, but I think that they're getting to a point where they can, they have enough contracts that have enough size that can be traded reasonably for, you know, other 20 million players, $20 million players. And the question isn't, you know, uh, you know, if they're still committed to getting a star, that's still hard for me to see, but the idea that they can get, you know, all-star players, fringe all-star players, you know, like clear starters and just kind of rotate around and, and see what works. I think that's a good position for this team to be in. And I, I think that from the early returns of Nico Harrison and, and what we've seen from his front office, I, I think that does seem like, you know, they're pretty open to just moving and shuffling the pieces around and seeing what happens on the court based off what they do. Tim, for the second straight time, you start going and begin answering the question that I'm about to ask you. But <laughs> what is it about this trade? Because we haven't we've heard a lot from the Nico Harrison led, you know, front office, but we haven't had a lot of opportunity to see this. What do we learn from this move? What do we learn from about the way that they want to do things, their connectedness to the rest of the league? What do we learn from this move? You got to remember, I'm, I'm usually the one asking questions, so I'm pretty That's good. That's a good point. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think that um, you know, I, I think that less so this move, but to come into a team to be a first-time GM, a first-time working for an NBA team like Nico Harrison was, and for six months in, choosing to trade the you know the the highest-paid player on the team, the de facto second star that the team had committed so much to. I think that shows a level of, of being willing to mix it up, be, be you know, a, a willingness not to hang on too long to any one player, any one piece. 
um, and, and a willingness to, you know, really push the boundaries and see what's out there. And, and this, to me, seems like another one. Um, you know, my initial reaction was, wow, why did Houston do this? And, you know, over the past hour, I, I think Houston had some pretty reasonable uh, justifications for this trade as well. I, I, I highly doubt that, you know, Christian Wood on an expiring deal had, had too much more out there. Um, and I think that's pretty clear by, you know, usually usually there's not a better offer out there if, if, uh, if the team pulls the trigger on one. Um, and so, but, but, but I, think, I think it does speak to the way that Nico is, is really looking proactively to solve issues. And, and he said after, uh, you know, on media or on, a, on exit interview day, uh, you know, the, the, the day after the Mavericks exited the postseason, their, their season ended, he cited rebounding and big man depth as something that hurts them in the postseason. And, you know, I don't think even a month later, you know, here are the Mavericks trying to fix that issue again. It might not work. You know, I, I, uh, I'm, I'm still grappling with my overall thoughts on, on Christian Wood as a player, how he's going to fit. But, you know, the idea is, is to bring in talented players and, and see how they fit next to Luca. And, and the great thing about Luca is that he makes everybody better. He makes all his teammates better, you know, almost without exception. And so, that's, that's a really good spot to be in, and, and that's why this move makes so much sense. And, and I think should give you confidence about, you know, the early returns of Nico Harrison as a GM. Well, this statistic won't get people, you know, to overreact, but Christian Wood uh, joins Giannis, Joel Embiid, Nikola Jokic, Carl Anthony Towns, and Demonis Sabonis as the only players to average at least 19 points, 9 rebounds on 50% field goal percentage over the last two seasons. What are you doing right now? I'm just saying that's an official t- statistic coming from uh, StatMuse. So I'm sure that won't get people, you know, overreacting on what's going on, Tim. What uh, Your thoughts on on that real quick. Yeah, as, as, a, <laughs> as opposed to unofficial statistics. Exactly, exactly. Correct, correct. Way to, way to call me out, Tim. Thanks so much. Appreciate that. I, pre- I need as much as call him out. In fact, if you're ever just listening or something and you feel the need, call in. We'll call him out together. I like it. Tim, before- Honestly, when, when, when you texted me, I just couldn't believe that you guys are still on air after having me on first day. Uh, hey, look, man, look, we they liked us so much they let us come back and do this a few more times. So hopefully that will be the case <laughs> going forward, even after this this segment. Uh, before we let you go, obviously uh, a move that's going to get a lot of attention for Mavericks fans and obviously for this organization and a team that obviously still wants to bring back Jalen Brunson and motivated to do so. What does this do now for the future of this team relative to their philosophy on what they want to do roster-wise and how this will move forward. What does this do? Are, do you think they're done at this point when it comes to uh, off-season moves at this point? Uh, no, 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 no. Um, you know, I, I don't think – it doesn't seem like this is where this move is headed. Um, but, it, but it's not impossible for the Mavericks to look at Christian Wood and be like, okay, what if we package him right now? Once, once the, so once it rolls over to July 1st, you, you can't do that. But – they think it's theoretically package him right now with another player and ship him off somewhere else. And, and, and you know, if, if uh, some other team with a player they were more interested in was interested in, let's say, Christian Wood and Tim Hardaway Jr., you know, like that is, that is possible. And, and, you know, I think that that thought might even flash through their head. Now, I do think Wood is the type of guy that is talented enough that you should see what he looks like. That That, that is a worthwhile and interesting gamble to make. Um, and, and, again, gamble is probably even too strong. Like, you know, you decided these the very official stats. Uh, they're not going to be that high in Dallas. Uh, some of that is that he's played for bad teams. Um, but, but he's a good player. He's talented. He has he theoretically solves a lot of these issues that, that, that the Mavericks had that, that we saw in the postseason. But, no, I, I think it's unquestionable that the Mavericks uh, still have moves to make. 
you know, even even setting aside Brunson, who we I, I think at this point very much expect to be back. Um, you know, they they haven't they have a uh, an MLE a mid level exception that that they could use. Um, ideally, you know, or at least Mark Cuban is probably looking at it and, and being like, ideally they shed salary of at least one more player just because Brunson and the potential for a mid-level exception will push them pretty far into the luxury tax. And, you know, uh, old, old Mark Cuban, I, I'm sure he's looking at crypto prices right now. You know, he's, <laughs> he's, he's willing to pay. He's willing to pay luxury tax. He, he told me plenty of times this, this season that, that, he, that he's ready to do it. Um, but but still, every single team, every single owner is, is incentivized to to try to reduce that to a degree. So I, I definitely would be surprised if you know there's going to be more moves to be made, and there has to be because the Mavericks just sent out four players and and they only got you know one in return. So they now have roster slots. Even if you you know even if you uh, you put Brunson and, and sign Theo Pinson back onto their, this roster, there's still a couple slots now that that they definitely will have to fill. Uh, so yeah, no, there's there's definitely still move, more moves coming, uh, and, and in a lot of ways, this is just kind of setting the uh, you know setting up what they can actually achieve this summer uh, to to further to get even closer to kind of the goals that they had uh, when the season ended. You can find him on Twitter at Tim underscore Cato. He does a terrific job covering this Dallas Mavericks team for the Athletic. And good enough to join us here last minute to talk about Christian Wood coming to the Dallas Mavericks. Tim, thank you so much for the time, my man. Really appreciate it. Hopefully you can go get that pool game in yeah. uh, now that things are uh, hopefully settled down I mean, down if you bit. want to wait till after 11, we can play. I'm just saying, come through, come through. I mean, if you want to lose. Ooh. Oh, oh, well, a little spicy, spicy on the way out. Okay. Right? Appreciate the time, Tim. Thanks so much, man. Appreciate it. Yeah. There he goes, Tim Cato of The Athletic. Good enough to join us right here on 105 Through the Fan. Again, the big news, Christian Wood on the move from the Houston Rockets to your Dallas Mavericks in exchange for a lot. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. 
Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.